lot. But I think it's a lot easier to live in the Philippines compared here in the US, especially if when you're living alone. So I had to sacrifice my comfort zone because, you know, I can live a life in the Philippines. I can fund myself. I can do things that, that can fund whatever I want. I can invest. I can do sales. I can work as a medical technologist. But I have to sacrifice that because this is where I need to be. Welcome to Where the F Am I Heading? The podcast where meaningful conversations take place as we traverse the complicated life of adulthood. If you feel lost and troubled, our show aims to help shed some light on your life's concerns. Join your hosts, Ruth and Irene. Let's talk adulting. Hi, Lexi. Hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, let's start. So, um, can you tell us a bit about your background? Okay, all right. So, hi again. So, you can call me Lexi, but my full name is Alexis. And right now, I'm a second-year graduate research assistant here in Florida A&M University. And I'm currently working with compounds that can possibly treat Parkinson's disease in the future. So I'll celebrate my second year here in the U.S. this August 2022. Can you believe that? So back in the Philippines, I was a medical technologist and an instructor for lab courses at Emilio Aguinaldo College and a businesswoman on the side. So I'm doing a lot of things at the same time back in the Philippines. So yeah, I think that's a brief background about myself. That's really nice. Actually, I've known Lexi for quite a long time. And yeah, when she said that she's doing a business on the side, that's understatement because she's doing a lot of businesses on the side. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yes. I'm, just, I, I, I'm just curious. You said that you graduated as a medical technologist mm-hmm. and then you are teaching um, in a college. And then now you're taking up a, a, a graduate Degree, studies. A PhD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I just want to know, because I'm curious, you you didn't take up a master's degree. Master's, yes. Yeah, that's an interesting part here in the U.S. I mean, I think it's much more strict in Asian countries than in the U.S. because I know some of my lab mates who went straight to doctoral degree after their bachelor's. So, one fact, yes. So, how did you get there? Did you apply or how was the process? Okay, so actually, um, I have a discipler back in the Philippines as well. So, she's my church leader and her husband works here at FAMU, Florida a and University. And um, maybe we can drop some names, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so I'll call him Doc Edward. So they had an opening in their lab for graduate students, for PhD students. And I, I don't know, maybe because my um, principal investigator or the supervisor in the lab wants Filipinos, maybe because of the credibility of Doc Edward. So that's why. And yeah, 
I received that information from my discipler, from the from my yeah, from my discipler. And then when she asked if I want to go here, I said yes because why not, right? <laughs> I, I just said yes for for the sake of it because why not? I mean, I I can do whatever I want, but um, yes. <laughs> So yeah, but you know what? I thought I can't go here because I processed that back in 2019, but I did not get the score that was needed for this university because it's like what I mentioned, I'm doing a lot of things at the same time. So I cannot actually focus on this exam. The good thing is, I don't know, maybe this is really for me. Because they said, oh, the score is just for um, formality purposes. It, it doesn't give any bearings. But so, yeah, I said, oh, okay. Because when I received that score, that, that score from GRE exam, because that's the one required for the graduate studies here in the U.S., I actually have this thinking in my mind, oh, maybe this is not for me because I did not reach that score. But lo and behold, they don't care <laughs> so yeah and after that of course i have to process my visa my application and, and etc i don't have that much of a savings because I, i'm still starting to build up my savings but as you know going in the us if you want to come to the us you have to have a big chunk of money so i had my sister fund some of my uh visa applications shout out to my sister alan <laughs> And interestingly, some of my friends all over the place, all over the world, so from U.S., both two of my friends are from U.S. and one is from the Philippines, they lend me some money so that I can um, complete my bank statement because they told me that I have to complete 300,000 pesos in less than 24 hours because I've been... Um, completing it i've i've been completing it for just a week because you know this happened during the pandemic i think one thing that i thought during that process is first i did not get the grade that i want and second is i don't have money but i think god worked in mysterious ways so that's what i believe that if it's for me it will be for even if I don't have any means or the qualifications for this. So yeah, I think that's the gist of my story on how did I get, how I got here. And it's really interesting because it's like things were not in your favor, but yes. in the end, it, you still got it. I just want to know if, because although, yes, you, your, your course in the university is still medical field, but Mm-hmm. Were you really inclined in, in science field ever since? Yes, because I think I fell in love with biology or anything related to science when I was in second year high school. So I fell in love with biology and then I went straight to medical biology in De La Salle. And I got hooked because of this professor. Her name is uh, Mrs. Kausarin and she's a really great professor. So that's why I I got hooked and I fell in love. And then my, my initial plan is to be a medical doctor, MD. But I thought to myself, oh, maybe I don't have the means. Maybe at least find a um, course that if ever I can't 
pursue at least eight years of study, I can still have a job after my bachelor's, which is what I got, which is the medical technology profession. And you mentioned earlier that you had a lot of, well, I was the one who mentioned it, that you were doing a lot of businesses on the side. Do you think that were you more inclined in doing that field or you're also inclined in doing business? Or there's like, you know, some, the other is greater than the other one. Hmm, that's a good question. Well, you know, I discovered that there's this, there's a job that can do both at the same time and it's a medical science liaison and that's my goal for now so that's basically um, marketing and science combined because i have to you have to know the science so so basically that's a that's in pharmaceutical industry so you have to know the science between the drug and then you have to pitch it in to the doctors to hospital on how to how this drug how this drug works and how can it be beneficial to the masses so basically are you doing science and marketing at the same time so i think i love them equally or hmm, can i say equally i think 60% for science 40% for <laughs> marketing or business yeah <laughs> the reason why i asked because this young lady is so good at doing business <laughs> at an early age you would be surprised how good she is in in terms of doing business and in getting sales so that's why i asked can you can you tell us like what kind of businesses are those? Just you know, a little, little bit information about. Well, so I've been to um, network marketing before, and also anything related to sales. Actually, direct direct <laughs> I like talking to people, and you know, uh, giving them all oh, a lot of options, and like giving them solutions to the problems they don't even. No, that existed. So, yeah, I think I can do that. So that's what I did. That's my um, side hustle before. And and you're not doing that now, or you're more focused on the study. You know, I I'm doing a lot. I'm doing it, but I'm not entirely committed. So I'm a fan of perfume so i do that at the same time so i i'm part of this perfume group in the philippines and my sister and i buy perfume in dubai and we sell it in the philippines so yeah still do it every now and then but i i'm not 100 percent committed because i know it will take a lot of time and effort with the things that happen i want to know what are the sacrifices that you've done in order for you to get where you are now that's a tough question <laughs> okay what are the sacrifices i've done hmm. so of course i have to prepare for my exam and i have to save money before coming here so there are moments wherein i have to say no to my friends oh they want to hang out like that but i have to say no and i have to turn down all of my Netflix playlist, you know, that because I can't really say yes to all of my hobbies because I have to do the things that will help me in this journey. And also, I think before coming here, I had to sacrifice my comfortable life back in the Philippines because I'm not sure, but I think, I don't know, maybe it's, uh, maybe I'm biased or what, but I think it's a lot easier to live in the Philippines compared here 
here in the US, especially if when you're living alone. So I had to sacrifice my comfort zone because, you know, I can live a life in the Philippines. I can fund myself. I can do things that, that can fund whatever I want. I can invest. I can do sales. I can work as a medical technologist. But I have to sacrifice that because this is where I need to be. And this is where God wants me to be. So... I had to sacrifice my comfort for me to grow as well. Welcome to adulting life. Yes. And I really think that based on what you have just said, that you really had to be disciplined in order for you to get where you are. Because sometimes, like for those who have, you know, reached a certain level in their life or for those who have um, achieved something, people who don't know them would tell, ah, this person got lucky or ah, this person was just so privileged or whatnot. But in reality, yeah, in reality, there are things that you had to sacrifice. There are, um, you know, there's a lot of adjustments that need to be done in order for you to be able to reach your goal or to be in a place that you you can only imagine so apart from the sacrifices are there any other tough decisions you had to consider there are plenty of questions in my mind before coming first is can i really do it can i live alone in a completely new environment because i grew up with my family my mom is always there you know you'll wake up and then oh you have your breakfast and oh you will have someone to wake you up if you kind of slip in right so yeah that's the first question that popped into my mind can i really do it can i really live alone and next would be am i willing to spend another five years to study and actually deviate from my original profession because you know uh, in the u.s i can also earn a lot of money with my previous profession because we're also in demand just like uh, nurses so i can actually just take an exam which is um acp and if i pass that i can be a medical laboratory laboratory scientist here which i know makes a lot of money too so those are the hard decisions that I have to make? Am I willing to sacrifice another five years of my life to study? Plus, am I willing to sacrifice and set aside my, you know, comfortable life in the Philippines? Well, I'm not really comfortable, but you know, I know my things around. So I can do whatever I want during in my own pacing. But and I, I can still also enjoy whatever I'm doing at the same time. So, you know, those are the things that I had to consider. And yeah, I think living here in the U.S. or living abroad really gave me another perspective about growth because I cannot think this way if I'm still living in the Philippines because there will be people who will be helping you, who will be ready to, you know, catch you when you fall. But here, you have to really stand up. You have to really stand on your feet and figure it out. Be quick to think because if not, then they will eat you alive, especially when you're filing your taxes. (laughs) I think that's the hardest part for me. And you said five years of studying and you you're already about two years of that. Mm-hmm. Five years? Yeah. Yes. So three just three 
more years to go. Three more <laughs> years, yeah. It'll fly by, especially with my um, profession. I mean, I'm in a research, right? And so, yeah, time will fly by. I cannot. What are the perks that you have right now because of this opportunity? I think for me, I get to meet new friends. I think that's that's a perk for me personally. I get to meet new friends, meet people with different culture, and get to know their culture. Get to get to know how they think. Because interestingly, some of my American friends, when I asked them, "Oh, what should I do during my birthday?" they said, "Travel." And I I asked them, "Where?" Um, maybe to Italy, to France. Oh, come on, man! I don't have a visa for that. Do you need a visa to travel to Italy? Of course. I mean, they're <laughs> they're shocked, they're surprised when I'm telling them that I need some visa to travel abroad. But yeah, I think that's one of the main um, perks that I am experiencing right now. And also, I think I can save not because I'm earning a lot, but because I have I develop those. Uh, discipline in the past. I know the story about you saving a lot when when even when you were still in elementary so <laughs> that's why and if ever you are not in that position right now where do you think where you are what are you doing just a little backstory so in the Philippines I did not work right away in a big company or in a hospital I'm in a Christian non-profit clinic so basically this it's just um primary clinic that will cater like indigent patients so i think if i'm not here in the u.s maybe i'll part of ngo or yeah maybe ngo and also will i will take advantage of my work and do ministry at at the site so i think that's what i will spend my time back in the Philippines if I'm not here. Do you think this experience helped you to become more or less fearful of the things that might happen? I think so, yes. Because, you know, this is also my first time traveling abroad by myself. And I got like two connecting flights. So I think I said to myself, if I can arrive here in the US in one piece, then I can conquer the world. <laughs> For yeah, sure. because, yeah, because I mean, it's scary to be to arrive at where's my connecting flight? I mean, Japan, and then I arrive at Dallas, I think. And that's a huge airport. So yeah, those are the things that made me like fearless. Not because I trust in myself too much or I'm very confident, but because, you know, going back to my um, first story on how I got here, it's because even if I don't have the credibility, even if I don't have the qualification, if it's for me, it'll be for me. And if God wants me to do it, if God wants me to be in a place where I need it to be, then I will achieve it. So that's just how I process things now because if I overthink things then it will you know it will eat me alive and it's not helpful it's not healthy for me. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And I believe like I've traveled a few times already. If you can get familiar 
with Naia, then other airports will already be <laughs> easy. <as> easy. <laughs> easy. Easy. <laughs> it's already yeah. easy peasy for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. There are other, we're there talking are... about travel, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if when you pass uh, immigration <laughs> in Naia, was there a lot of question because it's your first time traveling abroad alone hmm. as a female you know they, they have a lot of questions not much actually maybe it's because during the pandemic and no one's really traveling mm-hmm. so i don't think that they have the time to really oh where do you want to go because i think um the reason why they didn't ask me a lot of questions because if i if i got a visa then that means that they all said yes so why do they yeah. have to like question me more makes but, you know sometimes they just want to <laughs> yeah because you're female you're young and you're traveling yeah. alone yeah no, i got i got <laughs> i got a story about it but it's not pandemic mm-hmm. it was it was like i think it was 2014 i was traveling alone to vietnam and i was asked why are you traveling alone where are you going? How long? It's like, it's already there. <laughs> and then the, the, the lady asked me whether will I be lonely since I'm dressed alone? Like, <laughs> the questions are not making sense, but of course I have to answer yeah, those. Anyhow, mm-hmm. yeah, anyhow, um, since you are in Florida, like, did you ever feel like you had to adjust with the weather and all no. that although okay because no. florida is always like sunny yes always sunny so um good thing is even though sometimes i like the cold weather but i i'm not excited to live in a place where it is snowing maybe i want to experience it i mean for the first time but to live there and to really <laughs> um, wear a lot of um, sweater coats, I don't think I'll enjoy it. <laughs> no, because I love I love cold weather. I was like, I had I had an experience. Uh, it's actually in Armenia. The winter just started, uh, and the weather was like one degree, zero degree, somewhere like that. Because it's just starting. And um, I was staying there for a few months already, and I was only wearing t-shirt. And my local who was like, "Are you not cold?" It's like, "No, I'm not." Are you serious? Because they're really cold. I'm like, no, I like this weather. So I thought maybe in my past life I was a polar bear. So yeah, so we're, I just want to, because we're already at almost at the end of the conversation and really your story is inspiring for us because you're young and you have the opportunity that was presented to you and with God's grace, you were able to get it, right? So what is your message to listeners who feel that their dreams are way beyond their reach? Okay, so... I think I want to modify the question and, you know, some, somehow tweak my answer a little bit. However, this is what I can say. Stop thinking too much, please. 
but pray very hard and obey right away because most of the time the things that we thought is best for us is actually not what i would say is that we have to redefine our purpose and once we understand that then we can be wiser to choose which dream will best help you fulfill your purpose so there are unlimited options out there believe me but you have to ask this question will this actually help you live a meaningful and purposeful life because at the end of the day i don't want anyone of us to run around thinking and pressuring ourselves that we have to reach the top of the ladder but because it'll be because you know if you uh, think of that then you will just live a life in a routine in a cycle and eventually you lose hope because you think it's like a hamster wheel yeah right okay i'll wake up in the morning and then do the same thing again even though this is what i wanted in the future but if you're there already in your dreams right then if you're if you keep on doing that over and over again then it'll not give you the same dopamine level that you had in your in the previous um experience so i think it'll be a taste of heaven when you know that you are for fulfilling your purpose at the same time you're enjoying what you're doing right so from there i think i just want to uh, repeat that again redefine your purpose and from there once you understand that um you can choose which dream best uh will help which dream will help you to best fulfill that purpose that was given to you because at the end of the day um you should live we all should live a meaningful and purposeful life not just you know run the race and run towards the goal so yeah i think that's my message to the young professionals out there if we are not seeing Lexi like on a video right now cuz the listeners will not see her <laughs> but if we are not seeing her right now we would feel that the person talking is really a mature person someone who has already experienced a lot of things in her life but really she's young she's yeah. young <laughs> and yeah actually i i, I just want to cuz what you said is really powerful and um i i just want to add into it on saturday i heard something like it's not about the goal it's about who you become while achieving that goal like regardless of what goal you want to achieve you you have to look at who you are as you reach that goal so Yeah, and of course, enjoy the process, right? Enjoy the process. Although I know it's it's not it's not easy, especially <laughs> for uh, you know mm-hmm. young adults who are trying to balance everything. But yeah, that's that's right. You really have to like um, align your dreams to what the universe or what God is asking you to do, because. maybe that's the reason why people feel burned out or people feel that they are not getting anywhere 
because maybe they what they are doing is not something that ignites fire in their heart and it's really important to always have self-awareness or introspection so you will have that connection within yourself right so um what is what is your uh message to your future self what is my message to my future self with my huh okay so maybe i will what i will say is to trust the process yes it sounds cliche but that's the reality i mean i think this is what i will say to my future self change your perspective and always look for opportunities to further better yourself because you know um you you wouldn't know right if you have if you constantly have those um negative perspective negative mindset then you will not see the light in what you are um doing so yeah going back um look for opportunities to further better yourself maybe it's in skill or personality you have to always improve yeah you can say now oh this is what i'm built this is how my brain was wired no if you would um study brain brain is malleable i mean whatever you put that in your mind it will always adapt so you cannot say that you are like this the you are like this and you're not capable of change because you are and the science backs it up and also we must understand i have to understand that all of my struggles or all of our struggles we are facing and will face in the future are part of our character development to help you to help us fulfill our purpose and you know i'm a believer of christ and i think my purpose is to be like christ so again trust the process and be grateful for every opportunity that will come our way and use it maximize it take advantage of all these opportunities that is presented in you and make it um beautiful i i remember um do i remember this saying from my um friend do not leave a place without making it better than how you found it i like it when you are answering and backing it up with science it feels like you are really into that thing <laughs> sorry for the words <laughs> yeah that's why you were silent because i i'm not really a lover of science <laughs> <laughs> don't have a a great teacher in in biology in high school but for some reason i'm not really good in science <laughs> anyhow thank you so much lexi and i'm really excited to see what else life will unfold in front of you and where mm-hmm. you will be you know in, in the future so i know there's a plan and there's a purpose for you and your story is an inspiration that we shouldn't limit ourselves in the dream that we thought that's it yes because life will really surprise you mm-hmm. if you know if it has something better than what you have planned so thank you so much for sharing thank your story thank you so much you're welcome thank you so much for inviting me so that's it and that's our episode for where the app am i heading see you next episode so that's all we have for you today 
Thank you for listening. If you're interested in anything and everything about adulting, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at where.the.f.m.i.heading. Catch us again next Wednesday for another episode of Where the F Am I Heading? <laughs>